Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 23rd. Ooh, my topics are wrong or not perfectly correct, but welcome to the 23rd episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Edge Kid Collins. I'm here with my constant co host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how you doing? I am doing great, Collins. Loving the game. Everything's going well. How are you doing? I, I skipped this week because I'm practicing for. A, a tournament, a different game, but that's not for you know. But cheating that, on BGs <laughs> on the side, okay. <laughs> but other than that, I've been doing pretty good, you know. The day kind of passed, uh, but moving on, we always talk about our weekly BG overview, <laughs> which I am not contributing. <laughs> <this week. laughs> that's a work. great start. Doesn't yeah. work this week. <laughs> oh man but yeah my is... week is my week's been great hey. and uh i can't even remember like i guess i can look at my tracker what my mmr was like right so i had i think under 12k less than a week ago question mark or something and now we're pushing 13 so it's it's been going really well i've been just playing incredibly aggressive just tier 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 shoot for the moon and so often it's been working out and just taking first and it really feels like that's how you climb the occasional eighth is like whatever the um uh, just the string of first places is really you're, what's making you go up you're slowly sounding more like me <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the meta the meta has necessitated it i think that it's also important when you have a playstyle to not really get too locked into that if it doesn't work. If you have a playstyle and everything's going well, See, that's fine, you know. Yeah, I was crushing it with tier four, mm -hmm. right? A while back. So I was like, yeah, sure. I was front page with tier four. I was like, yeah, right, obviously it's working, right? But then it wasn't. So now we're learning tier six and now tier six is working. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's been very fun for me. Sounds really good. I'm glad that things are working out. I'm glad you're learning. The real strats, you know, <laughs> not, not, uh, it's a different game. Yeah. It's a different yeah. game. No, I, I agree with it where it's hard to explain, but once you learn how to just utilize all those pieces on the higher tiers, it's a completely different game. Like, it's just your board goes from one turn okay-ish to two Amalgadons perfect, you know, and a Caligos Nadina or something. Like, on tier six, you can... I think Hamul was like... A big a factor big, in making yeah. tier six better because the amount of times where you hamul and you hit a dong and something and just like oh extra dong sure right it's just such a power spike yeah hamul's been okay like i at when it was i didn't like it when i first uh it was revealed i was like ah hamul my discoveries but then i realized yeah. i just yeah. go to six anyways so when you're at six hamul is like really effective right just for for tier six gaming it's amazing oh but apparently i'm a bit loud compared to you on the the sound balance so maybe want to fix that before we go further the question is do, do I, I get louder or do you get softer right like what's uh what's the right i'm fine with this I'm, chat let us know yeah so yeah hamul such a dud when you triple into it, but such a powerhouse when you're like, roll, drive by Hamul, let's just throw it down. You're like, Hamul pirates, right? I do that so often with two hoggers. You just know you're going to be buying the whole shop. Today, I had a Silas game 
with two hoggers. I rolled a mole. Everything had a ticket. It was like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> six drop, six drop, boom, boom, boom. That was the best drop ever, man. That was so good. That's do you like even six have tickets. enough time to do that? I tried it. Yeah, I got the two six drops, but it's like you don't finish the turn because after you hamul hogger, yeah. you haven't spent any money. <laughs> Everything's free, right? So you're still on 10 gold after buying the whole shop. But yeah, you get so two no. six drops. So what, I, what I'm hearing is you just oh, have, yeah, you have enough time to buy the whole shops, yeah, discover yeah, yeah, the yeah, six yeah. drops, and then you just start rolling and it's like, Monka's tier panic rolls. You usually end up just buying a ticket here or there to just prep the next six row. Yeah. Sounds fun. Also stressful, but also fun. A lot of fun. But yeah, probably stressful too. Yeah. I ended up discovering three rags and I was like, okay, I guess I no, no, two rags. So you was a rag sold your your hoggers, is what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. This was the beautiful no. part. I, I kept two hoggers. Well, you have to keep two hoggers because every time Okay, so I also had a golden brand. Oh, did you? You didn't so mention every, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have Silas and two hoggers, you just get tickets for free the whole time. So you just get you just get brands, you get you get six drops and all that. And man, it's they were taunted as well. So then strong shells are just like it's just uh, beautiful, beautiful. All right, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> You mega high road, you know, yeah. yeah. But that's been all my, well, not all my games, but a lot of my games. Another game, like, you would have loved, like, man, was so aggro, Collins. What I did was I was playing Brand and I was doing the tier one curve. Mm -hmm. And then I banked an alley cat mm -hmm. in my hand where I'm just like, if I hit Brand, <laughs> that's a five drop. So then I hit the Brand. Mm -hmm. I was able to put Brand hero power then double token triple that turn to get double mythrex mm -hmm. and some types mm -hmm. that yeah. then carried around i then tiered up yeah, of course so then i went from four to five bought a primal fin sold something off my board to be able to afford that mm. held play down a unit okay next turn Level. tier six then play the primal fin Discover more tokens, get the Malgadon, buy an alley cat from the shop, and be like six drops, six drops. Six. So my board after two turns was um, three Amalgadons, because I I did like five Amalgadons. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, because you every primal thing you buy is three, right? You have a golden brand. Like every oh. primal thing is three discoveries. So it's just like But you had yeah, a golden I, brand at the time? Yeah, so I get golden brand with the Reno. Oh, I thought you were playing brand. Oh, maybe I said it wrong. I was playing Reno. Oh, you're playing. Oh, and I bought a token. Okay, 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 okay. okay. And I was okay, going okay. all in. Right? Okay. So no, every I... token is a triple, right? Every token is a triple. So yeah, it was. I was not done scaling when that game ended. It was like turn twelve or something. Everybody did. Everyone I fought was just inst the brand was in the back and never ever attacked because everything was dead. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> brand was just the static plus five damage. Right? Yeah, like but, but it's been it's been beautiful because I've just been leveling really aggressively and I've just been thinking, okay, how can I high roll? And if I can think of enough ways, okay, this could happen, that could happen. So I would have never done that before where I just like buy the alley cat and say like, well, if I hit a brand, this is absolutely amazing. I like it. I like it, Shady. All right, sounds, let's move on. Yeah, sounds really fun. I want to be there. It's been good. It's been um, good. I still have been. I haven't really done tournaments, but because I was, per, you know, doing 
practicing or whatnot but we still have a tournament to do on friday if you do want to participate exclamation marks lineup i will be working on that after today's stream just get everything set up i do like it. it's been fun i don't know how or what the format's going to look like moving forward right we had one every week right it was hectic now that i haven't had it maybe it's less hectic but i don't know if i maybe i like the hecticness of just doing it every day but maybe i don't right <laughs> i have to think about it after tomorrow but yeah definitely if you are interested in participating uh, feel free to join and uh have some fun playing some tournaments i'm looking for you know prizing and sponsorship so we'll see how that goes in the future but for now join if you want to uh after that i also i should also mention i am casting in nicolina's mooncorn tournament on saturday so if you do like casting or if you want more casting right you can also join the mooncorn uh stream that she has every week as well so definitely take a look at that if you want some high level gameplay some medium level casting uh, after no, that, no. <laughs> after that, we've got um, our hero discuss for the week. We've got Death Speaker Blackthorn. I think this hero's been pretty interesting, right? It's kind of unassuming. Whenever I look at the hero, it's like, oh, just two blood gems. You love when you get two, two, two. It doesn't really care matter, but just the ability of getting stats when you level, right? It lets you play a little bit more aggressively and not get like crazy punish right you can just level the three level the four if you feel and just look for those one key units right because especially in the early game having like one good unit is like sometimes better than like four bad ones you know or you, know, yeah. or, or, you, or, you can yeah. if you have this like giant ritualists with like one unit next to it that just like farms a whole board yeah. and just like a bunch of alley cats attacking into it or or divine shield or whatnot so yeah, it's not, it's the quality, not the quantity. I mean, sometimes it is the quantity, especially in the early game, right? Like, that's the Milhouse strat, just like overrun them. Overwhelm them. Yeah. Just throw, throw uh, grunts at them. Just keep going, Swabies. We'll get, we'll get through eventually. Yeah, but just the, in the early game, just the ability to really buff up one key unit, right? It, it ends up saving you a lot. And then you're also higher level than your opponent. So, um, I think that he the hero, even though, like, you can kind of say, oh, this is basically KT. I think it's not uh, KT in terms of, like, how you play it and how it performs. What, what do you well, think? It's the exact opposite where Kale can't level and proc it when this guy yeah. procs it by leveling. So it's yeah. it's way better than, uh, than Kale. Yeah. I'm saying the argument of, like, KT is like, oh, plus two blood jumps, you know, periodically. This is like the same thing, or plus plus two plus two. That's what I meant. Yeah, but what I, what I mean is, Kale needs to stay. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. I I right, agree, so, but yeah, I'm, okay. I'm saying like someone would make that argument. Yeah. Sure, oh yeah, sure. it's the same. I would disagree. That's that's my point. Well, any thoughts on it, Shady? Yeah. So I just don't think I've been getting an offer. That's that often because I haven't like I'm thinking about yeah I mean it's actually a pretty good power leveler and there's probably nothing wrong with uh, playing him but I'm just having a look at the stats I think he's probably just still a bit middle of the pack right oh yeah it's it's just one of those heroes where you want to open 
a good buff target early so you can just it's just like when you're playing Edwin or something, you're just like, all right, I just need my deflector, I just need something so I can dump the gems. This this guy gets to do it on the Divine Shield Quillboard, the Tusky, the 4-3. Uh-huh. If you hit that one, it's amazing because you can just ration your blood gems where you'll never run out as long as you keep leveling and you have this huge Divine Shield. Uh, we talked about Ritualist a little bit, but uh-huh. that's one that's a bit more awkward because you need to keep adding units to the board to have at least three units to get full value there. Um, one of the strategies I see as well is just start with a homunculus and then just jam that up because it's okay. It's got four health. Now, that is a bit more of a low roll strat, but what you do is you start with a homunculus and then you just add a unit on the five gold turn. And then on the six and the seven gold turn, you just level level and you just keep jamming. To try um, to mitigate health as you level. Yeah, to yeah. just say like, hey, this is a four health minion. And the reason why it's usually not that great, it's only got two damage, so it doesn't return kill. But the moment you slap gems on it, it will return kill everything. So it just gets additional HP then. One of the more common things to do, though, is like the regular power level curve and then just get a fast three. And then, you know, go to three on five gold and then hope to find Bronze Ward and hope to find Deflecto and then just, you know, have a bunch of gems. But especially in prize lobbies, I've been liking just buying on five gold and then as the prize hits on um six gold i tend to tier because you either get the coins or you get gotcha or you get something mm-hmm. and and a lot of the time you can just tier 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 and this guy probably does that really well where you tier 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 and you just keep getting you know you don't keep getting stronger but you get a little bit of compensation for leveling yeah for leveling uh, early i guess another cool thing as well as with ground shaker when you get that on this guy you always have this like, oh, well, if I don't hit gems, I can always just hit the level <laughs> and I get two right. gems. So that's another way to get the six with Black Thorn is you have a shaker and it's like level, use the gems, level, use the gems. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like little things you can do because you're getting blood gems and not like bananas, right? Where, yeah. you know, you there are things you can do because it's a blood gem where you can't really do, right? Like Mukla would be jealous, you know, in terms of like, oh, it's the same, you know, someone, but because like no it's not the same right blood gems are you can hit an early you can hit an early brute as well that's also the nuts right the three three that grows plus three plus three for every gem yeah and and it's also something where you can transfer it over right where bananas you can't really do that yeah Yeah. so you get something really good and transfer and you're just you're ready you're good to go it makes you feel less anxious about committing them mm-hmm. because you know that, oh, if I see the 3-3, three, three, I can just put it on my cleave, put it on my shield. Yeah. You know, sometimes with Mukla, you're like holding your bananas because you're like, eh, yeah. I want to wait until I get something right here. You can kind of play it and be like, okay, as long as I'm keeping this man and I get to transfer, I, I just fix it. So it's not a big problem just committing. So uh, There are a little bit of... Uh, I was looking at the win rates and it, it's like expected. He's he's doing like more than fine. He's uh, like two spots below Omu to put it in reference when we look at the um, top uh, top ten percent or so. Or there is a there is like a little gap though between Omu and the next person, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bit of a drop off. Yeah, well, that's normal, right? It's Omu. Yeah, um, like, but yeah, I mean, so to give a little bit more reference. Uh, above Rafam, above Grebo, above Millhouse, above Alakir. So those, that is good company right there. Yeah, that that's I would say almost surprising in terms of. Uh... I think it's because it's just 
it's hard to mess it up. <laughs> yeah. Level gets stronger, right? So maybe sometimes, you know, when people should be leveling, but they aren't, they do it on this hero because they get rewarded for it. So that could be driving it as well, where it's a little easier to take that plunge. Be it's like, making, oh, I guess I'll here. It's making you play better. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I have this new philosophy where if the shop is bad, I'll just go up to, to unreasonable extents sometimes, where I'm just like, oh, I'm not buying bad units. I'm just going up. I think that makes a lot of sense just generally, just because you commit so much buying bad units and then sometimes yeah. like you bait yourself, you're buying pairs and things like that. And you're like, ah, you know, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And if you're like, and, and the, 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 another issue is like, if you get one good unit, right? Like it doesn't matter how many bad units you buy, you're, you're going to lose, you know, you're always going to be behind, right? The same thing happens. Um, in the storybook too, right? Like if you just waste money buying bad units, like you always, yeah. you always buy. It catches up with you, yeah. right? All your decisions to just catch up with you later. So you can either bad, you can either buy bad units and die for sure a couple ten, a couple turns from now, or you can go up and maybe not find anything and die, or find something and still and have a win. chance. Yeah, yeah, you get the chance to win as well. Yeah, so. And that's that's how what, you... a, what a shift in philosophy but it's been a shift in meta as well uh, i used to be a big proponent of not taking the chance so. my meta internally has not changed whatsoever only shady's has <laughs> i just want to tell you that the way i was like to distinguish himself from this dirty tier four game like, i've never <laughs> done it i did not buy that arm that's, in that module that's that's I not true that. i i i you know you've definitely so like, i've me... never gained mmr <laughs> playing arm that's not who i am <laughs> Uh, maybe we influence each other just a little bit, <laughs> but yeah, I distinctly remember. Ah, yes, this is a shady strat. Like just like all the time, sometimes when I'm playing, dude, it's crazy. I just find myself saying like, oh, "I'm being cheesed by arm now." <laughs> like my Mythrex gets one shot. Oh, disaster. Feels bad, but overall, I think the hero is pretty good. Um, especially oh. in this meta, like any any hero that can level and not like die instantly rewarded for leveling yeah. basically right yeah, it's pretty solid so definitely an interesting hero to play to talk about i do recommend the hero in particular especially when that's one thing to mention when um the divine like the good minion types for this hero are in right like mm -hmm. if you can hit deflective you can hit bronze ward um cleave is kind of iffy like you have to like level to four and then like insta roll the cleave and have gems in your in your hand which sometimes you do right but i mean it is a, i wouldn't like not pick the hero because be serato i can't get a hydra right it's it's more like good threes that you can insta uh get the payoff on so uh that is something to keep in mind whenever you do play the hero but i do think the hero is good overall for the minion we're talking about uh i decided to go with south sea captain why I rolled a dice. Uh, uh, <laughs> how many? Wait, how many minions are in the? That's a yeah. big dice. Huh? Let me. A hundred forty-four sided dice, and I hit the South Sea captain. That's uh, that might not be true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I I just think it's a it's an interesting minion because. You do play it, right? There are some minions that uh, 
you see it and you just kind of avoid like you're like i i don't like this hero I'm, i mean i don't like this one yeah, i'm not gonna play right and captain's a, it's a it's an interesting one where depending on your situation depending on what you started with depending on what uh how many of them you see at the same time you know if you if you buy it if you bought a two six somehow before the turn before right you're like oh okay i'll take this da, 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 right especially when people like have scallywags and 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 things like oh you'll pick it up and then you'll you'll see people like golden versions of this and and then they use it they, they use it or they commit to like some type of early game pirate shenanigans which yeah it might be a bait but who knows so i i just thought it's an interesting hero not like obviously amazing this is the best or obviously like this is worse never pick it right it's in that like category where you have to kind of think a little bit about what you're looking for and how you think the next couple of turns are going to play out because like this really only matters in like those early first couple of turns where maybe you're sitting on two you're trying to decide what uh you want to pick up or, or where you want to go or how you want to stay alive or or, or how you want to progress from that on so i just thought it was an interesting hero and we're also running up interesting minions not saying this minion is not interesting but you know when you t say oh let's talk about Caligos, ah you know we talk about Caligos already you know talk about i mean that was last week to be fair right yeah. <laughs> but those heroes you know we are we all know they're good we all, have yeah. we talked about brand or no I but i, I yeah. guess we could huh i have I mean, we, we haven't talk talked about, about all the time yeah, yeah we haven't talked about light fang i haven't put mythrax here right this would just be like a you know oh, that's so good wow when you trouble into it wow what an amazing one of, one of the few cards i actually want on fire yeah right, i mean like we all, we all know what we're gonna say for for some of these like oh brand yeah when you get brand especially early you have the setup you have tokens and you're bored. I mean, battle cries is great with battle yeah. cries. <laughs> <laughs> you know but when it comes to south sea captains like huh Okay, I mean, this is a card I sometimes take, so, you know, in the right situation. It's a little bit more nuanced, right? So I think that's sometimes interesting when it comes to these type of discussions. Um, more so than the, oh, yeah, Baron, Death Rattles? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like that kind, of, that kind of thing. But yeah, No, the Captain's definitely a bit more niche. I, I think it's worth mentioning that it's an excellent pair as they buff each other. That's uh, that's one of the better uses of this, and there's some cool little things you can do as well. Really cool have... with Vol'jin. Ah, Vol'jin indeed. Um, you might not notice, but the aura uh, gets added to the swap. So if the captains are four fours, and then you swap them, they turn into five fives. That's it's pretty funny, but that's how it works. They you swap the four onto the other one, so it turns into a four, and then the aura reapplies. And same thing with like Murloc Warleaders and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think there's... Lich King is also interesting with this. If you get Skellywag and you reborn Skellywag with with Captain, it's actually quite strong. It suddenly is like wow, it's it's a bit like Scam Comp, where you get to early on get an additional three damage and an additional two damage. That's that's pretty good for a reborn. That's decent value. Sometimes as well with Swabby early uh, it just allows me to level a little easier there's you know when you're buying a swabby I, I was talking about how i like to tier on six gold a decent amount of the time now and uh just being able to buy a swabby and then captain above the swabby that also works a reasonable amount of time but i think for the most part it's fulgin shenanigans and they're a pretty decent pair and then obviously you know patches <laughs> this is like the best tier, uh, yeah, this yeah. is the best hero power on patches early it's so good
basically alive. The game begins if you get a captain on patches. Yeah, yeah. like when you hit a captain, it'll like sit up straight and you chill. All right, I might yeah. not die this time. Let's go. Let's yeah. get some you, loggers. <laughs> you, you, ever, you ever take like 19 damage versus the patches early? It's because they have like a so golden captain. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, so it's a fun card uh, sometimes. Not like obviously great, but has some synergy, especially if you already have pirates on your board or you have like the two six, right? Sometimes you have people take the two six and then uh the next turn they'll buy like a captain or Three, two. Seven is yeah. Super solid, so. yeah, or or a four oh, eight, yeah. you know, like yeah, you're good. Also, to if you go. triple into Eliza, it's fine to have one of these around, right? Just put it in the front. Yeah, so put it in the front, but then they'll die, Shady. What? What's you're not even using the ability. Like, Just gotta know. believe that the Eliza HP buff will save it. <laughs> That's live fair. my little caption. Yeah, but overall, pretty. Mm. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's a card that uh, does things. I wouldn't like recommend you pick it up or like it's super strong. You you just have to be aware of your board state and what yeah. you're doing with uh, with this card. You know, it's not it's not like a bad card as early if you have synergy. But I wouldn't buy it without any synergy if that makes sense, right? Like if I. I wouldn't like look at this and be like, oh, I have no pirates. Let's buy. I mean, some there. Are, I mean, there are some cases where it's just the best money in your shop, right? You, you level. You're saying that I level, but then you just go to three. So, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's not you don't you wouldn't force it, but if if the synergy is there, then you take it, I guess. Yeah, niche cards just very good with synergy, but underwhelming without yes sir all right moving on to our next topic we have got leveling to six shady and cons so i think that it is, is so good. <laughs> i think in this meta you've really um embraced i guess the word you know the, the spirit of leveling just going to six and like trying to figure out how does it come just because there's there's so much like different potentials that open up, right? The the more you level, right? The the more interesting board states, the stronger board states you can kind of create. So when you just um you level all the time, or you 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 do it right, you get used to it, right? You're able to kind of uh, find the flow of things, right? Be like, okay, yeah, this is the time to level. Let's go. Okay, transition time. Let's not die. <laughs> Let's get strong, yeah, that kind of thing. But definitely take it away, right? I've been I've been off this week. Sure, 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 sure. But I think indeed the flow is the right word where once you get really comfortable leveling, you just feel where like, okay, now is the turn. Because in many games, there is a moment where you can level and there is this one magical turn where if you miss it, you're too late and you're not gonna spike hard enough. And if you're too early, you're going to take too much damage and you die. Oh, man. So you're, you're just reminding me of, of those moments, right? There were yeah. some times where I'm like, I'm so scared to level. So I'm like, okay, I'll just roll. And then like, as I'm rolling, I'm like, what? The, what am I doing? Why am I rolling? <laughs> yeah, no, and then the next turn, like, I'm like, I, I need to level now. last turn. No. 
Oh man, yeah. So I, I don't know. You just brought that into my mind. Yeah, being behind the turn, right, where you could have been a tier higher, but you're a tier lower now. Like that, that, that is a death sentence in this game, where you know you're just not going to get the same result anymore. The, I guess, what we can start out with is uh, some different curves on. You know, we can we can tie it in. So I think what I want to do is I want to cover how to get to tier five, and then tier six is a little bit of a different beast where we can cover that. But in order to get to tier six, we do have to get to tier five. So there's a bunch of different ways you can do this. Yeah, unless you're the eagle, then you don't <laughs> just skip five. Let's go straight to six. Uh, man, good times. Okay, so why isn't it nerfed already? Good hero, yeah, good hero, good hero. <laughs> decent hero. So I think almost anyone playing Battlegrounds for a reasonable amount of time knows how the regular curve works, where you level to three on seven gold, and then it just opens up, right? You level to two on um, four gold, then on five gold, you sell something, you buy two, six gold, you buy okay. two, seven gold, you level to three. But then... Is that question, okay, what do I do now? That's when the game kind of starts. Of course, there are some decisions to make before that, but that's where the game starts a lot of the time. Wow, and... my game starts when I level the six. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, my game's too cold. <laughs> Honestly, there there is some there is some beauty in making it to six. Like I've I've started to really enjoy that. These little decisions, right? And that's what we're gonna try to share today. The little decisions that you can make to be alive on tier six instead of going to six and just dropping dead to the turn after. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of going to tier four on eight gold. I think that that is something that we've been doing for a long time, but it was always considered, a, you know, a bit of more power level esque, nothing too crazy, but a bit ahead of the curve. And I think now this is the curve. And I yeah. think if you are staying, yeah, good. It's it's kind of like changed and now become the norm, right? Where initially yep. it was oh, a little bit niche. Oh, they're leveling the four. That's weird, you know. Oh, let's both level, you know, so it's fine, you know, or that kind of thing where people were like, oh, let's let's just level here. I don't like my role. But nowadays it's like, do I not like my shop? Okay, level. Like, it's not like a, oh, let me wait. Let me check. Let me see. Yeah. It's just like, do if I not like it? If you're staying on three, it's because the shop is amazing. It's nice, right? yeah. We're talking like Sensei Deflecto levels where you're like, hmm, I guess I buy that. Because I too sometimes buy that shop, but then it's more because then I will level, level, level afterwards. I won't just be like, oh, let's just, you know, now roll on four afterwards. So the... <clears throat> The, the the occasions where you don't do that, it's it's more just the exception to the rule where you're playing a cat, you're playing a test, you, you really oh, don't yeah. want to lose the round, right? Those heroes, they tend to stay lower a bit more. Of course, you know, anyone getting a great shot. But, you know, so long story short, it is a norm these days to level to four on eight gold. And that's when the game opens up for me. So on eight gold, you level. And then if you have... A money pirate, you can roll one time, exchange the money pirate for a four drop. If you're playing Silas and you've set up a ticket, maybe you can sell two, buy a ticket, get a four drop. So if there is anything you can do as your hero, uh, Omu is amazing at this. Omu can level up and buy something. Uh, but if there's anything your hero can do to level and gain an advantage, that's amazing. But it's not required. Then nine gold is where you're going to make your 
I would say first big decision in this meta where we talked about how seven gold was kind of the early game where it's just play some cards. But I think that instead of eight gold, it's now nine gold, right? Really that decisive turn after you've leveled to four. You have two shops on this uh, tier. And what I mean with that is you can level to five after spending one gold to roll because tiering to five on nine gold will cost you eight gold. So that means that you can look at your shop that Bob provides you for free at the start of the turn and you get to roll one time. What I usually do in this position, and of course it depends on what hero I'm playing, I will look at my shop and if I don't like what I see and I roll one time and I still don't like what I see, I will almost religiously just tear up to five because I would rather try again next turn and buy strong five drops, Light Fang, Mithrax, Mama Bear, etc., than just buying subpar four drops and just fall hopelessly behind. There was a time where I wouldn't advise that, where I said the, the, tempo is, um, the meta is a bit more tempo. It's probably better to just stay on four and bunker down, but I don't think that works anymore. And then afterwards, um, that's where the game really becomes interesting because then you need to make the most. Uh, this is where Collins is probably a bit more of an expert where all right, you get dropped on tier five. What do you do? How do you live? Right? Yeah, what that's is your, that's what is one your like difference that you do where you roll and see the shop on, on the extra shop on four. What I normally do is I just level <laughs> and then I roll on five and see the shop on <laughs> So I just want to make sure he doesn't get baited into buying on tier four. But like, oh, two eggs? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, level anyway, man. Level anyway. <laughs> Yes, that's me. I'm I'm not even, you know, I a lot of times not even considering the the four option. Like double egg would be nice, right? Like that would be that would be pretty good. That I do admit, but I'm just like, okay, let's just go five, and then I get the shuffle on five and see if I want that. But I I think it does make sense, right? Because like, even if you roll on five, right, and you like, I do this all the time, right? So. You level on five, you roll, and you see something you like, and you lock. It's kind of the same of essentially in that you could have just not locked and rolled into it too. Like it's it's not like you're um, you're doing anything to saving you money or anything like that. So so getting that extra roll on four to have that decision to stay on four and get a really good power spike that turn is pretty nice. So I do think that is pretty pretty good optimization. So, yeah, so it's just those shops where you get mech plus module, taunt yeah. plus harbinger. There, there are just certain shops where you're like, okay, Bobby, I'll buy. You know, sold, right? I'll take it. Um, because then when you buy on that turn, you can just level the turn after, and overall, you'll probably take less damage. I mm -hmm. think right now that is true. You you yeah. will you will take less damage for sure. I think it's just overall you you just buy when the buying is good, and you level when it's not, right? And then of course sometimes the buying is never good, and then at some point you're gonna have to settle, but most of the time, you're not going to get all bad shops. Now, um, that's the regular curve, right? Like how we got to tier five. Then there's three other curves I want to cover, but we're not going to be like super, super in-depth because uh, one thing is going to remain constant. The decision on am I going to level to five on nine gold or not, that's just going to keep coming back. Um, I'd say three out of the four curves, they they do that, where they are just deciding, okay, I get to roll once on tier four. If it's bad, I'll just tier to five, and then I'll buy. Uh, the one curve that doesn't do that 
is a curve I've actually been liking quite a bit, but mm -hmm. it's it's a curve that requires some help. What I mean with that is um, you're going to need something to smooth out the leveling because it's... Um, only extra money is what you're saying. Yeah, a little bit of extra money. Yeah. So uh, prize games, right, where you get coins or you're playing Gallywicks to produce extra economy or you're mutinous so you can eat your units and you get paid for that. It's uh, leveling to three on six gold. So that's turn four. And that's coincidentally also the turn you get your prize. So you get to see whether you have the coins or not. And a lot of the time, <laughs> I will actually try to take damage to be in the bottom four <laughs> to not get the, the crappy prizes offered. Because um, it makes a, a difference. That, yeah, that yeah. is an aside, right? I was watching, uh, you know, the tournaments, right? And mm -hmm. I was watching... Uh, a good play. I, I was watching. Well, they're all good, right? But I was watching someone. He picked uh, Ticketus, right? And then yeah. he's just like not playing minions yeah, to take to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to to take yeah, damage. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, with, you know, Ticketus is really makes sense to just, just make sure you're at bottom four because yeah. you get double you're the chance. Two of them, yeah, right? so you, you can't I, be getting big bananas. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, I like this. You know, you know. At, at first, I, like before, I was like paying attention. I was like, oh, he's memeing. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is a logical play here. You're playing ticket this. You want to make sure you're getting the good shops or the good options. Just don't play your minions, man. Just take some take some extra yeah, damage. Just, just, it, I mean, it's it's I, fairly cheap early on, right? You yeah. take like five extra yeah. or something. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, like if if you get that extra gold, it smooths the turnout, and you can level on uh, six gold. If not, right, you're just gonna have to do a different curve. Uh, but the reason why I like that is it opens up this crazy leveling pattern where if you are strong-ish, right, sometimes you will just get good shops and you're, let's say you are mutinous and you open up with like homunculus and then this anomaly or whatnot and you just, whoop, four health, four health, buff, 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 then you can level to four on seven gold, which is something that I do quite a bit. But again, you usually check here, right? You can also buy on that seven gold turn if it's like Deflecto and Whirly, right? The the Divine Shield Elemental or Deflecto Sensei. I'm not saying you religiously have to follow that, but a lot of the time I end up tiering on six gold, seven gold, and eight gold, where I'm tier five on eight gold. And then on nine gold, I get to spend my money on tier five. And that has been pretty cool in prize lobbies where things can get out of hand very, very fast, especially if you hit a triple because then you're tripling into a six drop straight away. Um, now, if at any point you get offered amazing shops, then you just deviate because I do think that it's better to buy when the buying's good and then just level later on. But if you can get stronger while leveling, a lot of the time that's just amazing. So that curve, um, like on a Gallywix, on a Mutinous, or just when you get offered coins, that's been pretty cool for me, especially in those prize lobbies. Then you have the traditional power leveling curve. You you might have to um, yeah. like I'm I'm trying to make sure everyone understands. You might yeah, can yeah, you like sure. give an example curve for for like let's say you're playing a mutinous, you know, for example. Yeah. Like, so how let's would say the you're curve playing mutinous. Yeah. So I'm playing mutinous and I have found a token. Yeah. Okay. So start start with a token. Yeah. Then next turn, I tier. The turn after that, I eat one of the tokens and I buy two. That's the five gold turn. And then the six gold turn, what happens there is that you can sell a token, eat a unit, and then you can still buy something from the shop and tier. So you can either eat 
the unit that you're buying from the shop, or you can eat something they had on the board uh, to try and buff the unit you buy from the shop. So lots of flexibility here. You can try to get the buff on a ritualist that is usually the best target in the early game, but you can also just randomly, you know, get like a road board. I got a blood jam or something like that. So there's definitely some interesting things there. And a mutinous in a prize lobby is then even more flexible because then you can get <laughs> coins or you can get gotchis. So then it's like, oh, I can just uh, all the money in the world. Uh, yeah, that would be an example of how a mutinous levels to um, tier three on six gold. Like just one token is required there. And then on four, you would eat something and level again. On four, you would either eat something and level, or you would just level. Sometimes no, it I makes mean, more um, sense. I mean, um, on six gold. Or no, 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 it's on, on seven gold. That's what I mean. Well, on seven, if you want to go to four, it's seven out of seven. So it actually fits the just, oh, oh, you just level okay. button. Yeah. Sometimes you'll still eat and waste the gold, but when you're power leveling that hard, you, you might need the extra want, gold. Yeah, okay. You might want that yeah, extra yeah. gold. Yeah. Sure enough. Yeah. Just wanted to be clear for that. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I have, it's it's very good question. It's a very good question. And I've had mutinous games where I went straight to five, and then you just like slap light fang on your board as mutinous. Yeah, yeah. It's like so yeah, cheating yeah. because how often do you have a light fang board? And you're like, oh, I kind of need to get out of this, and now you're just like, let me just eat it. <laughs> it's so easy. It's ah. like ten ten demons. Oh, let me oh, just I, eat it. oh, I thought you were eating the light fang. I was like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I was like, and then you when you're when you're on tier five as mutinous. You can just buy battle masters and eat them. It's so broken. <laughs> if you have a brand that's like, what is that? Like sixty health. Sixty health. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, ooh, it's not like, fair. Buy battle master. It's eat, not so. fair. Yeah, I agree. Beautiful things happen on tier five mutants. So I'm a big believer. Uh, but you can't do it every game, of course. Yeah, of sometimes course. you don't get the units. Sometimes you don't get the tokens. Sometimes you take too much damage. But if the conditions are right, being able to go to tier five on eight gold is just mm, beautiful. Um, then there's two more curves. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, not going to go too in depth yeah, again, yeah. right? So we, we have the traditional power leveling curve. We all know that that's oh my shop is bad. I'm leveling, right? So that's on five gold. You sell whatever you started with, preferably a token. Then you level to three. Then you keep buying units until it's eight gold. Hopefully mm -hmm. you're buying three drops. So that's mm -hmm. on six gold you're buying two, and then on seven gold you're rolling one time and buying two, and then on eight gold it's actually very smooth. The leveling will cost five, five and yeah. buying will cost three, so that's eight. And then there's a tier one curve, which we covered last week, so we're not going to go too in-depth, but essentially you just stay on tier one until you are on seven gold. Seven mm -hmm. gold, you will tier two times. You will just hit the tier button, sell one thing, hit the tier button again, and the math works out. The main purpose there is to collect triples so that you can then triple them into five drops. All right, so that's not all the curves in the game there's many different <laughs> curves but those are the curves i've been using a lot so those are the ones i'm comfortable endorsing any any comments or you want to move on to the next section i i think that's fair right you're you're pretty much giving them all the curves up to five right how do you get the five you know that kind of yeah, thing you like know? we're when we're come tying it all together yeah, with, yeah. all right we're all five what do we do now we're we're halfway done <laughs> <laughs> we're going to five that's half of it <laughs> like what yeah some people are like i've never seen five in my life i just stay on four all day <laughs> what does that mean but yeah uh, it's definitely uh, it's definitely interesting sure I, I like the um 
I like the information, right? I'm just trying to make it clear if, if there's anything that I'm like, oh, you know, that could be I clear. think that's perfect. Yeah, I've that's, been doing this so often that a that lot of That is my time job here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, hmm, does that, does that explain properly? Yeah. Sure. Uh, let's All keep right, on going. So this is then the question, when do we go to tier six? Because that is the thing that is, I think, for a lot of people, the scary thing. Like, Ugh, should I go tier six? I think there's also this mentality from before, especially when I was learning, that going to tier six wasn't really a thing. It was more like a meme thing where you're like, oh, just stay on five and try to triple into sixes. Um, of course, you know, for Collins, going to six, like the first There's day, the the game, hey, yeah. there's six tiers. You saw that? There's six tiers. You can go all the way up to six. It's amazing. <laughs> that sounds correct. Yes. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, the, um, <clears throat> the different ways you can get to tier six. So what is a fast six? Now, obviously, there are exceptions to this, but I will talk generally for the most part, as that is what's going to benefit you most, turn eight. So turn eight is a very fast tier mm -hmm. six. That's essentially you went to five on turn seven, and yeah. then you just, boom, hit the button again, tier six. So when do we want to do that? I think there are some very specific situations where that is possible, but it's also a death sentence a lot of the time. So sometimes you are just very, very strong. You were able to buy money pirates early. And then on tier four, you exchanged money pirate for harbinger so that you could keep leveling while buying a strong unit. You have acolyte on your board from the early game. You have harbinger, lots of taunts buffing going on. Uh, that's, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. You can also hit an early triple. This happens a lot when you're, say, playing reform. You're playing reform, you triple into Eliza, and then the next turn is like, screw it, I'm going up again. Oh. Especially when you have a Scallywag already, that is oftentimes acceptable. Yeah. But these are the exceptions where, okay, I'm a house. I'm very, very strong. I can afford to level here straight away. Another situation is, hey, I have a ghost. <laughs> Let's go up, right? <laughs> so if you have a ghost, there's no point in rolling on five. Let's just go up, right? So that's lucky. Hey, lucky you. You got the ghost on a very very good turn possibly the best turn in the game to hit a ghost yeah. turn eight going to six um there's another one where you could just have a read on your opponent that they're very very weak we're oh, talking yeah. someone that's stuck on tier three with no triples you just like ha, oh, they don't really have anything but i would say that's more of an advanced thing so if you're not comfortable with it probably better uh yeah there's a good there's a good shout out in the chat as well Cthune. Cthune is another oh, one where I, I was gonna mention at, that if you didn't mention it okay yeah so. yeah but at that stage sometimes Cthune is like damn 14 yeah. damage really 14 <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like huh i died anyway so you, i'd say Cthune is not like not a standard level there you have to be looking at like how much damage you're putting out, you know, that turn or and like also seeing if they level that turn as well. Right. Like, so if you, if you're looking at their history, they dealt like four, four, right. And then they just leveled that turn as well. Right. Like they didn't change their board that much, most likely. Right. And you're, as, as long as you're not like absolutely all god awful weak, right. You're probably going to be taking yeah. five that turn. It, you, if you're like, yeah. yeah. So that is something to be looking for. Arana as well can also be there, right? You have to be yeah. super scared. I mean, you have to be super aware. Like if they get a triple that turn, 
than 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 no because they probably tripled their molten rock rock, and then they're putting they're putting their molten rock in the front and you can't get through it and now instead of taking like six as everyone else has been taking you're now taking 14 which has happened to me multiple times against Aranas and I think oh they're Arana oh they've been dealing like single digit damage oh they hit a triple odds molten rock I can't bust them through it now they're putting in front I can't die so you know there there is that is something to look into same with Charles Queever that's another comp where you're not going to take that much damage because the units have low stars. So. Yeah, but but those those are something you can look into for for leveling, um, as in as other. Yep. Then uh, I think the third um, option to go for a fast six, which is on turn eight, is you went for the uh, fast five, so you went five on turn seven, and then you found stuff like Mama Bear Mithrax. White Fang, Brand Battlemaster. Yeah. So, but this is more the I didn't triple into a six drop, or I don't, I didn't pick up stuff on tier four. I just found stuff on tier five. Five, Uh, But yeah, we could tie that in. Generally speaking, found stuff and strong now or ghost. I think if we really boil it down, (laughs) those two things, right? Either you're fighting a ghost, or I had some really good stuff. So, when do you go to tier six when that doesn't happen? I'd say turn nine is probably where you want to be going to tier six because turn 10 feels too late. And I'll elaborate a little bit on that, where on turn nine, you've spent turn eight buying five drops to stabilize and get a bit stronger. And then the turn after that, you um, you get to tier and you get to set it up a little bit. You get to buy a brand, you get to freeze a primal fin or... You get to buy an Agam, you get to look for the flat tusk, you get to, you know, blah, 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 blah. So you, so you set yourself up a little bit. You already get a little bit of that direction and you know where you want to be headed. You either have a great menagerie setup or you have, you know, one or two dragons for Cali. You you have a brand or you have your, uh, you have your Mithrax to carry. And then you can go to tier six to get more direction. It feels like when you go to tier six on turn 10, you need to already have direction and tier six needs to be really a supplement where, oh, you know, I'm already running a menagerie. I can now go up for a Malgadon, but I'm already strong. I already have right. double Mythrex. I already have double Light Fang. It's not, oh, you know, it's turn 10 and my board is kind of ass. <laughs> Let's just go up and find some Kellys because it's at that moment you're going to find the Kellys and then you're dead because it's going to take too long to take off. Because at that point, other people, they're starting to hit their triples. They're starting to roll on tier five and they have a lot of stars on their boards. If you lose a fight there, there can be this like random uh, strong shell that's still on the board. Bam, that's an extra five damage in the back. So there's there's definitely a lot of damage being dealt around turn nine, turn 10. So um, it's it's in that spot where you definitely want to spike um if, now, if, if you yeah. are going to level the six there is the, there's definitely a small window of opportunity where you can you love you can level here not die spike and stabilize whereas if you wait that extra turn and you maybe you don't win anyways you take less damage now when you level everyone else is leveled before like everyone that's going to level is already leveled and then they're spiking the turn you're leveling right that's so much worse than taking the damage and spiking the same turn right because if you level and then they spike 
you you take that's when you're taking 30 you know because yeah. they've they've just played like oh here's six here's here's tripled into a boat or something yeah here's like, here's oh. all my six drops and you are leveling you have a couple of twos threes fours maybe right you're gonna take so much so you you have to spike same time or don't spike at all and then just stabilize at the low at the lower tier just to clear yep no i think that's it's good to point that out there's a very limited window and i think that's why it's not a thing that you see super often because there is this very very limited window but man the payoff i can tell you guys it's been working so well for me so there's this huge huge payoff of being on tier six because a lot of things open up now just want to clarify results may vary shady yeah is pretty good <laughs> It's difficult, right? I will keep pointing that out. You continuously need to... Okay, so there, there's a concept that I was going to say for later, but we may as well just open it up. Don't be greedy while you're being greedy. <laughs> I think that's I do the that. best way to explain I, it. I do this a lot. Yeah, but yeah, but you, you're an expert, and sometimes <laughs> it blows up in your face, and you're like, yeah, that was too much, right? So It's, it's slow calibrations over time. Here's what it means, right? So if you're already being greedy while tearing up, don't also try to sneak in the pair. Don't also try to hold the card for next turn. Now, there are obviously moments where, you know, taking a pair is better because the pair is like only marginally worse and you could high roll the triple. There's moments where, you know, yeah, I kind of can hold this Murazon for next turn because the last guy's board was bad. Sure, there are moments where that's working. But if you're not confident, if you're not sure, just the 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 mantra is while you're leveling you also do everything you can to be as strong as possible because you're already going to be weaker than the other person because you're you're dumping your money into levels and they're not what you can hope is that they're being greedy with some stuff so that even though they've dumped their levels into buying units they're not actually that strong on the board and if you then push back with everything you have put all your money into tempo then there is a decent chance that you tie and those are the best funds where you're a tier above the opponent and you tie it's like oh yes like i'm not taking you know an extra eight damage here so that can be the difference and yeah, yeah i i've been in those situations where i don't level and i tie and i'm like i've lost <laughs> like <laughs> i'm behind i'm so behind <laughs> How you know? How can I not level when you're still beating me? Oh my god! It's 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 whatever. It's so true. Uh, but yeah, you you do have to be careful. And playing for tempo, especially if you're leveling, is a good way to do that. Okay. Uh, all right. So then we've wrapped on tier six. Hallelujah. Right. But what do we do now? Because it's not over oh, yet. Oh yeah. Right? Oh no no no! You don't just win when you hit six. What? No. That was, that's my whole game plan. What? You don't just win? What? You have to now play Bullshit. the game? What? You have to now play the what? game. What? No. Uh, <laughs> the, the next turn or two are going to decide whether it's top one or you're dead. Yeah. So there's a couple different things. We'll first cover if you leveled with a weak board. So that means you hit my, the ghost. My favorite. Yeah. So you hit the ghosts. <laughs> and you tier to six, what do you do? This is where the first thing that matters is getting seven units on the board. <laughs> because extra, you know, <laughs> sometimes you'll want six units, right? Sometimes it's worth it where 
you either have like an matron that spawns an extra thing or you have a boat or blah, blah, blah. But a lot of the time, just getting your seventh unit on the board is pretty good. Because a lot of the time when you power level to six on turn eight, you're not, you're not full board. You don't have seven units. So what are the units you're really looking for? Boat, Coiler, Imp Mama, Mama Bear, all these like high, high tempo, immediate like bang for your buck put stats on the board right now. Now, when I say Mama Bear, obviously, preferably a beast to get her in the shop, but sometimes it's like Mama and Roll, right? Where you take the chance. Uh, but anything that just, boom, value, now, stats. That might also mean Void Lord Harbinger. Preferably, of course, I'll take a boat and a coiler, but Void Lord Harbinger, you'll probably have to take it because you don't have that much money to roll. And this will be the exception to the rule because usually I'm a big, big proponent of just rolling on six and say, don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. Make sure you get good cards. But when you've leveled and you don't even have seven units and some <laughs> of your units are like Alley Cat and you're just like, oh my God, I'm in so much trouble if you don't get strong right now. So you do just die, right? If you're being greedy at that stage. So that's where you fill the board with tempo units. Rough. Any any comments or uh no i i agree i i, I do think that is um something you do have to be aware of when you are leveling the six right i mean if you if your board is like alley cats <laughs> ah, that's 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 a that's a rough situation you you don't have a full board and you have alley cats <laughs> Like, ah, man, I, you, 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 you really need, you need to hit the nuts though, right? Like in that one turn, right? Cause I mean, I guess if you, if you have both Harbinger and, and Void Lord, it might be enough to like, maybe, maybe stabilize, right? Cause like what, what you need to do is not die, right? Like that's, that's the key, right? Getting that extra full turn to, to re-stabilize, get the hits, right? So if you are getting a little bit stronger where you you can contest and not get like one shot right uh that is that is pretty important right so i mean being a little bit picky is pretty important to be fair uh in in terms of like one m mama is better than like three four cards sometimes you know like yeah we we units but i mean we definitely don't want to be picky in that we're looking You're um you're not coming through for some reason. Oh, okay. So I think you're you're it's true where man, this is such a complicated concept because you do need to be a little picky for cards to be high enough tempo, but not picky in like, oh, this isn't direction. That's probably the best thing, right? People might say boat, that's not direction. Coiler, that's not direction. But those are the cards especially that you need in that particular spot when you have done that very, very fast tier six. I've got a, I've got a little question for you. Mm -hmm. You, you, you're, you're, you're in that situation. You've got one turn. You see the flat tusk. Yeah. What, do you, what do you do? <laughs> it depends. Is it at the, if it's at the start of the shop? Sure. Because then it's, it's coming in with plus two plus two as well. Let's say you have, I guess, seven gold. So seven gold left. Is there anything else in the shop or not? No, it's just a flat tusk. Yeah, I mean, if my health is low enough, I'm scared enough of my opponent, uh, then you, you I, I can skip, skip it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that hurts, and I think a lot of players will not do that. You yeah, know what they I mean? just don't have the discipline. Yeah, just... they, they just they'll take it and then roll, and then they're like, like nothing, oh, and, man. and then they die. They, you know, you die 30, with Kelly Ghost, right? It's this. This is how people die with Kelly Ghost. They die with flat tusks, right? They're like. Oh, you take it, 
when you need a you need a, the, a more tempo unit. So that's that's definitely something that does arise where you get baited by the good units, but they, they don't give you immediate tempo while you're still. Yeah. In in that turn, you need to see them for what they are. A nine six that gives plus one plus one is like, hmm. that's not that great. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I I do want to mention that, like, just like being aware that some of the cards you might love with this strategy might not be the like perfect at, at that same time. Oh, that's a good heads up for sure, for sure. Uh, anyways, that that is a very very specific window though, right? That is when you yeah, yeah. just yeah, yeah, arrived yeah, yeah. on tier six because. Things change quite a bit the turn after, or if you were already strong tiering to six. Oh, yeah. If you were already strong tiering to six, or it's the turn after you've bought your tempo units on six, that's when it's time to get the comp together. That's when it's time to make sure that we get to scale them in the game. Buy all the so flat tusks, basically. You're, yeah, that's when you buy the flat tusks. <laughs> but it's also still fine to buy coiler pimp mama if you still have cards on your board that are fairly weak it's just that in this particular turn you're really looking for a few cards so i've got them listed here as premium hits eliza is just the pretty much uncontested number one she's just so good because instant tempo instant um power on the board and you have future right you can play the scam comp uh, scam comp can take lobbies and does so very consistently but then Genie is also kind of surprising, right? Genie is not something we usually think about when we think about great six drops, but Genie is amazing when you're on tier six because it can produce six drops. So yeah. now you can get more rag, now you can get uh, uh, Malgadon. If you played the meta where Genie was a five, sure, you would sure. know, you would understand because it was a yeah. five, but it had the same options as yeah. it does now. I never but, did that. Yeah, so, so you, you knew how good it was. It was like, oh, I won the game, uh, uh, essentially. So yeah, it, it's the same if you're also on if you're on six, then it's the same power level. It's like genie's back, baby. Yeah, yeah. but you have to be yeah, on six. So, yeah. Just produces some crazy boards, and I, I would say rag is on a similar thing, just because we talked about that last week, where rag triple into rag. Ugh buy rag when you're on six mm, right because then you know you can face a set you can find another rag you can get it from that genie or so so yeah very uh very cool uh mama bear i think is still fine i think it's just a good card in this meta used to be a six drop like, yeah yeah she's like she's it's fine and then and she's she's five five again yeah. so she's actually it's actually the six drop so yeah uh yeah they they buffed mama bear and i didn't really think it was necessary but that's i play mama bear a decent amount of the times and you can always transition out of it and the the cool thing is you can play mama bear right before you play ramalgadon for an additional adapt and a guaranteed five five do, do so, you remember yeah. earlier like it was a, in, in a different podcast i was like oh i play mama bear quite a decent amount and i think you it was it was like uh I think it was like there was a guest upon it, and you guys were like, "Nah, that was very weird." <laughs> like, oh, you, it's it's because oh, I need to go to five and stabilize, and Mama Bear's uh, yeah, 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 yeah what I need to stabilize, and you guys are like, oh, we just stay on four and you know, kill people. <laughs> and I was just yeah, like, oh. that's it's, true. That's true. I did not play much Mama Bear at all at that point. It's funny. Right? I just thought, it was, like, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, that reminds me of me. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh. It's interesting how things change a little bit, right? As as you you play a different style, it's like like you said, right? It's like a different game. 
Yeah, it's it's suddenly you start appreciating that card because it is instant power, yeah. right? Not much scaling, but Mama has instant power. Uh, let's have a look. Okay. So, yeah, so we got Mama Bear, and then of course uh, there's Cali. Cali is a little trickier, I will say, than a genie because you do need to have dragons on your board as well. And I would say this is probably the number one mistake I see people make when they're playing Cali on tier six. They buy Scalebane, they buy Bronze Warden sometimes, right? But still, you're on tier six. That's a lot of money for a Bronze Warden on tier six, right? Um, there is just such explosive things that can happen. For the money that you spend on that Bronze Warden, the next chop might have just had another Caligos. Um, Razor Gore, sure, we can talk about, but there are just these things where people waste their money the moment they have a Caligos, where they just start, they start to go in this, like, okay, Caligos sequence enabled, buy four dragons first, don't do anything else with money, then buy Battle Cry, and it's just, it kills you, you're dead. What, what happens is that they see that Battle Cry, and then they forget they're on tier six. Right, it's 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 like they think they've tripled into a Kelly, yeah. on on five, and they play like they've tripled into a Kelly instead of playing like I'm on six. I can just roll another Kelly. I guess I do this yeah. sometimes. I will admit, like I had there's been you know I definitely get baited. It's also this is what I've seen a lot of people like get a Kelly and then the next turn their board is weaker, like. And I'm just like, <laughs> you yeah. killed yourself because they just, uh, yeah, it's totally fine to just have Caligos with two other dragons for the moment because the goal is to add Amalgadon when you're on tier six. That's always the end goal. The end goal is add two Amalgadons. So you just know that, you know, especially if you have Bran and Murlocs are in, you're going to get those Amalgadons, right? If not, then tough luck. But that is usually what you're, what you're gunning for. And you just need to have faith that your board will fill itself, right? How often have you played the game and be like, I just don't have enough cards to put on my board. It's like that doesn't happen. It's always like, ah, I gotta sell something, right? So really don't wait. <laughs> don't waste your gold buying shitty dragons on tier six to get your calicos off the ground. I mean, bronze warden's not a shitty dragon. Let's be let's be nice. Sometimes it is, right? Oh, Especially yeah. when you just roll into Nadina, like, oh, it was the mine shield anyway. Okay, cool. Glad I wasted two gold on that. But yeah, yeah sometimes true. it just fits, right? Sometimes the money fits or you're playing Silas and it has a ticket and you're like, okay, I guess, right? But a lot of the time it's it's a waste of money in my experience. Because there's, okay. you know, especially with Hamul as well, right? You can just buy a Hamul. Hamul can then give you more Caligos. Uh, can give you a Malgadon. Regardless, right? So a bit of a side uh, note on what to do when you get the Cali. It's not fill your board with crappy dragons. It's roll for Amalgadon, roll for more Kali. Once you have two Kalis, sure. Then maybe picking up a Bronze Warden and the Battle Cry in the shop is good enough. Yeah, yeah. And then Bran, I think Bran is just... Oh, when Murlocs are in, when you can play Elementals, Bran is just this amazing card on tier 6. It just takes everything to the next level because especially when you can then faces, get a Golden Bran, like, oh, God, just so many good things happen with Brand on six, and most of it is just preparation for Amalgadon, because that is um, that is such a nice that is such a nice feeling when you're on tier six and you open a Primal Fin, you play a Primal Fin, oh, Amalgadon for free, let's go! So, so yeah, huge, huge fan of picking a Brand on that turn as well. You've talked a lot about Amalgadon, but I don't see Amalgadon on your list. 
Oh, that's an auto. That's an auto include. Okay, just you know, just. That's a good make... point. That's a good point. Yeah, I'll, I'll add that there. Okay, so we've had that turn. That is the uh, nine turn nine, I believe. Turn eight, you've tiered up really fast, and then either on turn nine or on turn ten, this is your turn. Um, and then it's just pop off, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be doing? You want to have rags and gar. You want to have multiple Kali. You want to have Bran with a Malgadon and Kali. You want to have Golden Bran. You want to have double Mama Bear, double Macaw, Goldrin. You want, you know, like your board, you need to be ambitious. You are on tier six. You've taken a chance to get here. Now it's time to close it out and actually win the game. Okay, so I have this segment here as well on what not to do. Um, oh, okay. We, yeah, we talked about uh, not settling. So this is this is the, really this archetypal example that I see so often, uh, especially when I see people that are, myself included, when I, when I was learning this. We do not go to tier six to buy Menagerie Jug. It's like wipe it on the blackboard, right? Because it's such an instinctive buy. You're like, oh, Jug, buy, good, good card. Tier four, yes. Tier five, sure. Tier six, no. Come on, give us the good stuff. Get the Eliza, get the Cali, get the Rag. I see this so often where people do go to six and then they just spend nine gold on just garbage. And I'm just like, wow, just please roll two times, see some shops, you know, open a double hogger, open an Eliza, open the drag, open the Cali, because if you're not going to be rolling for those units, then you should not have tiered the six. I get that it's scary, right? You can buy the jug and get the guaranteed value. It's right there, or you can roll. If you roll, you can miss, but if you don't try, you've already missed. So that is probably the biggest thing. You need to spike, you need to be ambitious. And the more you play it, the more you're going to get a feel for what is reasonable to expect. Especially when you have a faces in the hands, it's just roll, just go, right? Just, yeah. Do you, like, <laughs> you know, let's say you have a deflecto on your board and you open another deflecto. You don't use the faces on the deflecto to get like, oh, I get a six drop. It's like, no, roll and copy and get two six drops, right? That's how it works. Oh, that's so, really what well, I need to learn. I need yeah. to write that. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> don't triple deflecto. Actually, just triple the six of the show. Get the six drop, right? It's actually genius. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's just what what kills you when you know let's say you've done everything right up to this point if you start settling now you get fourth or third and then you've taken that risk and all that work and it's been for very little return uh, you, when we're at the spot we do want to go for first you know this actually reminds me of storybook uh so <laughs> much because you can't force the levels right and normally you get the six whenever you hit the six, right? But since you can't control, like you can't hyper level, everyone knows once you hit six, you need to be picking up six. If you don't pick up six, why, why are you at six, right? So as soon as people hit six, boom, their board is just six drops, right? Because they know instinctively, I can't be on six rolling, picking up five pairs or, or whatever, right? Yeah. It's not... It's not good enough. So it's funny that 
this strategy is like the normal strategy there because you have to do it <laughs> you're, you're, you're you can't control your leveling so when you do hit the level you have to get those sixes otherwise you're dead so it's it's like funny when you're talking about this i'm like yes this happens this in, sense, in yeah. all of you my see games. The, well, I mean, it's 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 a it's an out of valor, right? Yeah. So indeed, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool to see those concepts uh, just apply in different games as well. Literally every game, you have to do it. <laughs> so it's just like oh, yeah. I mean, this has been almost every game for me. Yeah. So it's yeah, you can you can turn a game into this. Uh, I would say those were that would be the main point because the other point would be playing overly greedy, but we've already covered that, right? Where I say don't be greedy while you're being right, greedy, right. just go for full tempo. You've already gone for tier six. Don't also hold a bunch of cards in your hand. Don't just, you know. But as always, there are exceptions to this rule. There are times where you go to six and you're gonna hold a primal fin because you're like, ah, oh, I could hit a brand next turn, right? And like if I play it this turn, there's not actually that much to gain. Um, there are moments where you're going to hold that one battle cry because you have your two Kali's and you're like, eh, I'm pretty likely to win anyway. I don't want to waste the gold. So right. these things are going to happen. But until you're comfortable with this play style, I would say don't take the chance. Play full tempo every turn because, you know, at that stage of the game, it might be deceptive because your board might look slightly weaker because you've wasted, well, not wasted, you've invested that gold into tiering. Someone else that hasn't tiered to six and that just pumped full tempo the whole time, like a Janus that's been on tier five, their board might just be crazy, crazy strong. Very, very true. Sure. If you've got anything to add, I'm I'm pretty content with this. Um, All right, cool. I, I guess the, the last, the very last thing I would say, whenever you want to do go to six, ask yourself, what could I be playing? Because sometimes... True. Right, like elementals are out. Oh yeah, Pirates you do. That's true. You have Still to look at the um, what's yeah. what's in. That is that's actually very important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there. You know, sometimes I'll still go to six, but I'm just ah, eh, there's not that much to go to six, but I can roll into dong. But those are the games that I'm feel. You know, I'm feeling very strong and comfortable. Yeah, um, I think especially when pirates are out, elementals are out, quillboards are out. What are you buying? Yeah, Callies, right? That's, Specifically, Callie, yeah. right? So they're. But yeah, Eliza is just such a powerhouse that whenever pirates are in, uh, I find a reason to go to six. It's just like, all right, I can roll into Eliza. There we go. Enough reason. <laughs> Flatus Kagam, yeah, those are cool, right? You can roll into that. Um, elementals, I've recently been really big on elementals. I've had so many elemental games where I just, you know, make it work. And it's so much fun when you have brand and the brand just becomes a 40-40 because the rag is passing the buffs to the brand, and then you just can you can play the four four that puts the elementals in the shop. You can play the four four that puts the elementals in the hand, and the guard, and then the buff, and then the pew pew pew. It's yeah, tons of fun. Especially but with if all, if all those three are out, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, earlier we've had some discussion about elementals being you know bad. Or like you remember that that situation? Oh, sixes. Oh, are elementals in? Don't play six. Don't get a six, right? Like you, you remember that kind of thing, right? Which I, I honestly could still be true, right? Like don't get us, don't triple into the six, but you could still level the six and do elemental stuff, right? But the yep. addition of Hamul is is what I'm gonna is what I was referring to specifically. Has oh, right. changed how you look at the elemental strats, how you look at some of these different scaling strats. being able to buy the Hamul and then just have a full board, maybe have a a Malgadon in there as well right of just like things that you could use and then pop off so it's really changed how you 
you level the six and how effective it can be. So um, that is that is something to um, appreciate, right? I wasn't a fan of the card initially, but the more you play, right, it opens up more strategies than it prevents, right? Like it it only really prevents you. You're hoping for one thing and then you triple that into a into the six and then it's in the it's in there with a with a, um, a zap right but if you go to six it opens up so much more different play styles so uh, i i kind of like it now i think it's been surprisingly yep. effective. yeah card has really grown on me as well yeah yeah, but, uh, yeah that would be it. i think uh we've talked a lot and poured a lot i think this is one of those episodes that you can definitely rewind and yeah, be like, All right, like let's yeah. let's actually see well how should let's go back to the beginning how am i getting to six yeah i i i thought this was gonna be a short one like i always think just looking at the <laughs> topics for today it's legit three <laughs> but somehow we always find a way i don't know how we do it but it was apparently yeah. we always find well, this way. was basically collins telling me hey do you have a topic and i'm just like Mm, okay let me just write about what i've been doing okay this is turning into a guide okay sure <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that you are writing or making a look like a little guide right something something well this is the thing i don't know really i guess i can publish this it. this is but... the guide honestly yeah pretty much what we've you, been talking you should about publish it and then just be like just watch this episode actually yeah like ah, it's a good idea should you know <laughs> Like no joke, but any any final thoughts on that? I think the game is just exceptionally fun in this way, where if you are prepared for some heartbreaking losses where you were very close mm. to learn this strategy, I think it's so much fun. And especially if you're willing to APM a little bit, you can have these like really fun turns with like elemental setup. Like especially if you're playing something like a Gallywix on tier six, my god so much cool stuff you can do uh, why did you have to remind me of all the heartbreaking losses i've had since the beginning of the game just a flashback of oh yes i remember this oh this it's all of oh, this career <laughs> flashing before his eyes like, uh, all those times i died on six though Oof. but yeah pretty good uh strategy good games um i i would say it's a good game game strategy <laughs> but i'm biased <laughs> <laughs> that was hell so Approved. Yeah, yeah, definitely my stamp of approval here. But uh, I think if that is it, if that is all, that will be it for us today. Unless you have anything else to add, but I think I think you're good. So I think we covered it. Yep. Yeah. So look out for the guide if uh, if he does decide to post it. But thank you guys for joining us here today. Thank you for joining us in this episode of the podcast. It's always fun talking with Shady about the game and thank you everyone for participating appreciate your feedback improvement and comments and if you want to send us some feedback send us feedback hsbg podcast at gmail.com you can reach me twitch and everywhere else you can reach shady bunny shady bunny on twitch and everywhere else and uh i think that will be it for us today take care if you guys want to sign up to the tournament exclamation mark sign up in the chat if you guys want to watch some casting watch in the tournament you can watch nicolita's tournament or and you can also watch out for the guide if he decides to make it but now that i've said it publicly he probably has to do it so <laughs> <laughs> feels good
but that'll be it for us and uh we'll see you guys next time see you guys <laughs>